Si tienes cualquier duda o sugerencia sobre el show, por favor mándanos un email por questions arroba no te rindas podcast punto us. Welcome to Listen, Smile y No Te Rindas, a podcast for students of English who are hispanohablantes that want to hear real conversational American English. I'm Gabe, Gabriel, here with my brother Greg, Goyo. Somos los hijos de un mexicano, but we didn't hear much Spanish at home. So we've studied Spanish as a second language. We're glad you're with us today as we help you improve your conversational English. Greg, so this week, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars. Did you see anything about that? Yes, I saw some things the next day in my social media. Initially, I was defending Will Smith. I thought that a man that would come to the defense of his wife like that was, was honorable. What about you? Well, I'm a person that deals with angry people a lot in my job, and so we we really value emotional control. So I saw it as a loss of emotional control, and so I um, I disagreed with with him putting his hands on someone um, because I think it's mm -hmm. going to have a lot of consequences for him that are negative. <clears throat> That's no, clearly been true too. Right, and and no one can control their emotions a hundred percent of the time because we are not robots. Yeah, and I would say I've come to a similar conclusion upon reflection just because it was just words. It was just words. So if you're listening to this in you know, 2024 or 2023, um, maybe you had forgotten about the Oscars uh, and this big event, but uh, it's been on everybody's mind this week. Yeah, lot, lots of talk about it at work and lots of memes. <laughs> yes, wonderful one, memes. One guy said it was his biggest hit since I Am Legend. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, what are we talking about this week? We're talking about meal times in the United States. And uh, this is a big deal because in my time spent in, uh, in Spain, in Mexico, knowing when you're going to eat and what you're going to eat and how you behave, uh, say, if you're in a restaurant, like what's the expectation? This is something that you need to know if you're, if you're visiting or moving to a new place. So we're going to start off by giving you some general times. We're going to say that in the USA, we have uh, three main meal times, which we call breakfast, lunch, and supper. And Gabe is going to give you the synonyms for those in Spanish in just a moment, if you don't know them. If you're intermediate uh, or above, you probably know them, but uh, he will refresh your memory. So breakfast, the first meal, we're going to eat between 6 a.m. and 10 a.m., typically more like 6 a.m., 7 a.m. because it's a work day, and more like 10 a.m., 11 a.m., 11.30 a.m. Uh, on the weekend. And that brings us to brunch, uh, which is really only a, a weekend thing. I don't know very many people who eat brunch in the middle of the week. And it's just because it's breakfast, but you're eating it late. If breakfast slash brunch, if breakfast really is the main category, then uh, lunch is the second category, and that's usually around noon. could be a little bit before noon. And I've noticed this is very different than what I've seen in Spain and Mexico, where it's usually two o'clock, three o'clock. And uh, it's lighter uh, as a meal than the next category, which is supper. 
which is usually, I'm going to say, five, six, seven o'clock in the evening, and that's our heaviest meal. All right. So we'll just review this vocabulary. So breakfast is el desayuno. Um, desayunar is literally to unfast in Spanish. Uh, and breakfast is to comes from breaking your fast to stop the act of fasting or not eating. Just a quick note. Breakfast is never pronounced breakfast or breakfast. Brunch is uh, often called desayuno also, but again, brunch is that meal that happens at a time typically between breakfast and lunch. Lunch is called uh, la comida or el almuerzo, el lonche. And then we have la cena, which is called, depending on where you are in the U.S., either supper or dinner. Now, when I moved to where I live now, I live in North Carolina, close to Tennessee, there was some confusion because to me, dinner is your evening meal, your final meal of the day. It's the same word as supper. But I found out through some confusing (laughs) things that happened to me that in this part of the world, dinner can be used for the word lunch and they use supper for the evening meal. But supper is always going to be the word. uh, If you hear supper, Supper, it's always the evening meal. It's always uh, la cena. In some parts of the South, dinner could be lunch. Is that correct? Correct. That's how I understand it also. Okay. So now we're going to talk about some typical meals in the United States for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And we have to qualify this by saying, of course, that these are going to be things that we talk about from our perspective, right? That um, we don't eat dinner or lunch or breakfast in California or Oregon or Maine, that's going to affect what we describe to you. We come from the South, and the South is uh, an agricultural, historically an agricultural uh, region. So there's going to be a lot of high-fat uh, <laughs> fried food in our in our menus today, and um, and we're not farmers, you know. So <laughs> we we suffer. We have to buy new belts every now and then uh, because <laughs> because. Uh, we are eating like farmers, but we don't farm. So the first thing I'll say as a teacher is we want to talk about breakfast in English or lunch or dinner without an article. Okay. If you say the breakfast as opposed to breakfast, uh, those are two different things. Breakfast is the thing you eat and the breakfast is almost like a meeting. So if you say, are you going to the breakfast? Uh, the breakfast is... Um, like a prearranged thing that other people are going to conduct business with you. So uh, I used to go to a a breakfast with other business people when I had my own business, and uh, we would go and eat, you know, the weekly breakfast. But normally we just say breakfast because you say things like, hey, come to breakfast or what's for lunch or um, come downstairs to dinner or come downstairs to supper. Right. Yeah. You would never say come downstairs to the lunch. Um, you might say we're going to have a lunch uh, or there will be mm-hmm. a lunch served, but we would never say we almost never use the word the in front of it. Gabe now is going to tell us a little bit about each meal and starting with breakfast. Typically, breakfast is uh, a meal that I do not get to eat. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Usually I, my breakfast consists of a very large mug or glass of milk with instant coffee in it. So it's oh. like I, I, it's like uh, leche con 
con cafe, but that's, I don't have much of an appetite in the morning. I'm not very hungry when I first get up. I don't get hungry until about 9.30 or 10. Uh, so I tend to eat snacks, which we'll talk about later. So I usually have my breakfast ab about 6.15, 6.20 when I'm waking my daughter up to go to school. And it just consists of coffee milk. What about you, Greg? Yeah, so a similar scenario that I'm also having to get up very early. Uh, you're taking your daughter to school, and I work at a school as a teacher. So I'm also having to get on the road uh, by about 7.15. And so between 7 and 7.15, when I'm doing things like changing the cat litter, uh, you know, finding my shoes, putting on my watch, things like that, I will eat uh, something very light. Or if there's something interesting in the fridge that got left over from the day before, like someone has not finished a sandwich from uh, from a fast food place, I might indulge. I might give myself permission to eat that. But normally, like a piece of bread with raisins in it, maybe a little butter, a, a banana, or an apple, and 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 that's about it. So um, you know, we're talking about when you watch movies of uh, of Americans eating. There's this uh, strong tradition. There are some big breakfasts out there, y'all. There are some big breakfasts uh, in our culture. But Gabe and I don't eat them unless it's like Saturday or Sunday, I guess. Right. I wanted to go over some really typical foods that we eat in the United States for breakfast. By far and away, the most common that, that especially school-age children eat is cereal, which we would call cereales para el desayuno. Pancakes are a very traditional breakfast food, which are panqueques or hotcakes. Waffles. Uh, Yum. <laughs> yes, which I love, which are gofres <laughs> or, uh, or waffles. And then, of course, very traditional uh, bacon and eggs, tocino y huevos. Um, one thing that people often get at fast food drive throughs uh, on yes, the way to yes. work Uh are biscuits. Biscuits are mm -hmm. uh, biscochos, but particularly what you might call a biscuit sandwich. So, un sandwich hecho con biscochos. So, what they do, like, uh, for example, the most common one where I live is a sausage biscuit. Yeah. And we need to clarify because the word biscuit is uh, has a lot of meanings. This is not a dried piece of bread that that's prepared in like an Italian fashion, which we would call, uh, what do they call that in English? Um, biscotti. Now, that's an yeah, Italian word. Mm -hmm. it, it's not, it's not biscotti. A biscuit is a dough that is risen with, um, with baking powder instead of yeast. So, uh, let's see, baking powder would be, uh, como polvo para, Hornear en vez right. de la levadura. So no, no contiene levadura un bizcocho, pero sí está levado. No tiene un poco de, de tamaño, de, de características de una esponja. And so when we say we're eating biscuits, it's, uh, it's a soft, fluffy uh, piece of bread that, um, that, that acts as a sandwich. Sorry, Gabe. Right. No, no, it's okay. The biscuits are 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 buttery and fluffy and and wonderful and probably terrible for you. Yes. All right. Well, let's move on to <laughs> lunch times. Typical uh, typical lunch times for for us. I work a shift where I work from eleven thirty uh, a.m. to eight p.m. So I 
actually typically eat my lunch very late. I usually eat my lunch about 3.30 or 4 in wow. the afternoon, which is extremely late, but it's just because of my, my work schedule. When do you usually get to eat lunch? So I teach in a middle school, uh, una secu. So I'm teaching 11-year-olds, 12-year-olds, and you know there are hundreds of them in the school. So we have to go to the cafeteria uh, at very, very specific times. And so I take my students to lunch at 1130 in the morning. So my body gets used to eating lunch just before noon. Okay. Yeah. That, that sounds much more typical. If I, if I have a choice, <laughs> I eat at 1130 uh, on weekends, for example, um, it's so when I'm at work, I have to have uh, usually some snacks because I get hungry not long after I go to work. So very typical American lunch foods. Probably the most classic is uh, a typical lunch would be burgers and fries, hamburguesas con papas fritas, and sandwiches. Sandwiches are definitely a very traditional lunch food. People don't tend to eat sandwiches for supper. They tend to eat uh, sandwiches for lunch. So sandwiches or uh sometimes called tortas. But a lot of people in the United States have fast food from, from restaurants like McDonald's and Burger King and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Delicious. Delicious. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, portion size in the United States. Um, we are the king of trying to get people to buy more, uh, to consume more, to find a way to buy something instead of doing it yourself. So the way that has shown itself in our meals uh, is that you make more money if you sell a big portion than if you sell a small portion. And so there is a tradition in this country uh, for that reason and others that every meal, every meal in our country's history has at some point or is now a big meal. Again, if you're a farmer, you're eating uh, three eggs, sausage, biscuits, <laughs> and, and pancakes for breakfast because you're working outside all day. Um, that you know that is part of our history. If you're at lunch, you know, and you're having fast food, there's way too many uh, calories in that, right? For a normal lunch, you're going to have to worry about that at some point. Uh, now, I will say that restaurants where you sit down, not fast food, restaurants where you sit down. We'll have a lunch portion, okay, and that's that's uh, smaller than a supper portion. So you spend uh, you know two or three dollars less, and you get uh, you know one burrito instead of two, or um, you know you you get two pancakes instead of three. I don't know, <laughs> but no, um, right. that's, that's exactly right. But generally, we'd like our listeners to understand that the biggest meal of the day in the United States is supper. Usually, uh, you can make a reason culturally or through circumstance to have a small breakfast or a small lunch, depending on what your situation is. But people have big suppers in this country, I think. Oh, de definitely. Uh, and, and it does, you know, generally the traditional thing is your, your meals get bigger uh, from breakfast to lunch to supper. And of course, doctors say it should be just the opposite. You should have a huge breakfast, a medium sized lunch, and a tiny dinner, which makes me feel very unsatisfied when I do that. But yes, um, what do you usually eat for lunch? What do you like to eat for lunch? So our cafeteria is very good. And uh, for example, on Wednesdays, they have nachos, 
Uh, so they have a delicious cheese sauce, nachos, and black beans. I will often eat in the cafeteria. Um, they have a delicious one slice of pizza lunch. So you get a slice of pizza with, uh, you know, green beans or a small salad. Um, and then maybe some fruit, like some uh, apple slices or orange slices. And then sometimes, of course, I'll eat uh, something that's left over in my fridge. So I'll, I'll pack uh, para llevar, right, a lunch from home that's left over from supper. What about you? Usually when I uh, am eating lunch at work, I do do bring bring my own uh, food with me para llevar. And I like to eat chicken salad sandwiches, ensalada de pollo uh, con mayonesa. I like to eat chicken salad sandwiches with a slice of tomato and some cheese. And um, people think at, at work, they think that's gross. Um, they're like, why <laughs> que are you asco, having, que asco. Are you having tomato on that? And what really grosses them out is traditionally, <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say this. <clears throat> Traditionally, chicken salad is eaten cold. I like to heat mine up, so I melt the cheese over the tomato, and um, it's it's so gross to one of my coworkers that I actually jokingly sent her a picture of my meal one day when she had to work uh, off-site because I was like, here's something gross for you, and she sent me back an emoji of someone throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listening to you describe hot chicken salad, bleh, you know, no gracias, um, no la quiero. <laughs> well, let's move on to supper. Um, as far as when, when you and I typically eat supper, um, on, on weekends, uh, I usually end up eating supper about six in the evening. Um, on days I work, I usually don't get to have supper until about 8.45 or 9 o'clock in the evening. Would you say that other people are eating supper at 8.45 or 9 that don't have your job in your community, Gabe? No, no. I, I, I bet you there is no one that even lives on my street that has not had supper by 8.45. Yeah, um, a late I would supper, agree with that. A late supper in the United States is like 8 p.m. And that's like by that time you're you're really hungry. Yeah. Although people do like he called them drive throughs. Uh, La Ventana para llevar, supongo, in, in Espanol. Those stay open. Right. You can go to Taco Bell. You can go to Wendy's. You can go to Kentucky Fried Chicken till, you know, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, right. depending on it, on the day or, or the, the locale, the location. So, you know, people are eating then, but I wouldn't say it's supper. I would say it's just stupidity, you know, <laughs> that you shouldn't do it, but, but it's a snack. It's a snack. All right. So what, what's some stuff that you have for supper, Gabe? I tend to eat a lot of Italian food at home. Um, so I end up having a lot of uh, lasagna and other pasta and spaghetti. Uh, it's just my daughter and I. So um, I tend to make things that I can eat over several days. Um, I make a lot mm -hmm. of casseroles and I do get uh, fast food sometimes. I, I like to get Subway, which is a, a restaurant that sells big sandwiches. My favorite food or my favorite, if I'm going to, to get food that out somewhere for dinner, my favorite foods are Tex-Mex. And then I love Indian food, comida india. And uh, my daughter loves Chinese food, comida china. So I eat a lot of that too. <laughs> what about you? Um, yeah, well, we have the vegan at home, so we eat a lot of uh, what we call comida hindu, uh, the Indian food in our house. I will sometimes bring home pizza. We like Tex-Mex, too, so enchiladas, burritos, 
uh, arroz con frijol, that kind of stuff. Wonderful. If I if I can make spaghetti and someone will eat it, uh, we like that. We also, my wife is very traditional in her eating tastes. Her family is uh, is you know they were farmers couple of generations back. So she likes things like uh, puree de papas or mashed potatoes. And everybody likes fried chicken, right? Pollo frito, which is going to be the death of me. It's going to put me under the ground, but it is so delicious. So I'd like to tell you a a few words associated with food and getting food in the United States. Uh, These may also be in other parts of the world that speak English, but we're going to stick with what we know here in the South. So you might hear the word chow or grub, or vittles. These remind me of Old West movies, like where someone is banging on a piece of metal to say, come get your food, you know, come, it's time for grub, it's time to get your vittles, right? That's a very traditional, old-style sounding set of words. We also say eats. You might see this on a sign, good eats. Mm -hmm. People will constantly say that they're going to go grab a bite, or they're going to get a bite to eat. Yes. Uh, which I find hilarious because in Spanish, a bite is a bribe, right? At least in Mexico, una mordida. La mordida, so that, right. Yeah, so it doesn't, it doesn't have anything to do with a bribe in English. And then um, nosh is a word that we don't hear a lot in the South, but sometimes you will, uh, which is um, comes from Yiddish or uh, the language spoken by uh, Jews. Uh, it's a combination of Hebrew and German. And so that's uh, nosh. And that's a word you'll hear as well for uh, eat. Hear that sometimes, yeah. What are, what are we going to nosh on? Yeah. Say. Well, uh, we got to talk about snacks. Um, but any any food you eat between meals in the United States is going to be called a snack. So whether it's like a bag of potato chips, or if you have like I, <laughs> a lot of times we'll have a cup of ramen noodles as my snack work. Salt. Um, so. <laughs> So now a, a, a snack is not an appetizer. Okay. So that's different. An, an appetizer, un, un aperitivo, is something you would eat before a big meal. A snack is something that you eat between meals to do in English what we call tiding you over. The, mm-hmm. I'm going to eat this to tide me over to keep me from being too hungry before my next meal. Okay. And. We have midnight snacks. We say, I'm going to go grab something from the snack machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, or uh, I brought some goodies. People will bring goodies uh, with them to work, which is, you know, cookies or cake or something that's, like he said, will tide you over. Another topic I'd like to bring up for our listeners is the yerga, or some of the slang for being hungry. So these are just a few expressions that um, you know, we use somewhat frequently to say, hey, give me something to eat, please. So the first one is, I'm so hungry, I could eat a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Another one is, I'm so hungry that my stomach thinks that my throat's been cut. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll say that again. I'm so hungry that my stomach thinks that my throat's been cut. It's very, very popular to hear people say, I'm starving. I'm starving. I'm really hungry. I'm so hungry that I'm going to die. Right? So you have me muero de hambre in Spanish. You also have, uh, I'm starving to death. I'm so hungry. I'm starving to death. I've definitely heard that. Yeah. As well. (laughs) 
And then our final point today before we close is I'd like to tell you a little bit about tipping. Now, we've talked about how uh, the United States is very pro-business, right? They want to sell. They could try to make everything into something that can be sold. And the flip side of that is they will do uh, whatever they can to push wages down on workers. And so when you are um, working in a restaurant, you can make a good amount of money, but you're not making a good amount of money from your wages, from the pay that the restaurant is paying you on a check. Right. You're making your money from propinas, from tips. And so if you come to the United States uh, and you go into a restaurant where you have a camarero, a macero, a macera, right? Someone who's waiting on you, that's at your table, taking your order. You will have an opportunity at the end of the meal to decide how much you want to tip them, if at all. So understand that their being tipped is part of their pay. They make less per hour than people make in other kinds of jobs by law. They can be paid, you know, $2 an hour, $2.50 an hour, something like that. Very, very small amount of money. And then if they hustle, if they do a good job, if they give great service, then they're going to get good tips. The idea is they'll make more money than if they worked in some other kind of job. So 15%, 20% of a total bill is considered a tip uh, or a reasonable tip. Depends on who you ask. So um, I will give 15%. Other people give 20 If I have a really good experience, I may give uh, you know more. And I'm noticing that with inflation now, because everybody's prices are going up, that my tips are going up too, right? Because yes. the percentage of the total bill. And so my waiters and waitresses are making more money. All right, so let's see how much of what we discussed with you today is sticky, is pegajoso, está pegajoso in, uh, in el cerebro. <laughs> Here are some, uh, some questions that, uh, that you could answer from our show today. So the first question, Gabe, is what time do I eat lunch at work at my school? Hmm. Let's see. You eat lunch in the cafeteria at 1130 in the morning. That's right. What do you eat for lunch? Um, I usually eat a chicken salad sandwich with tomato. That's right. A chicken salad sandwich. And if you had to say, what is our heaviest meal of the day in the United States? Let's see. Our heaviest meal is supper, the, the la cena, the last meal of the day. Okay, cool. So we want to take a moment to thank our patrons today. We have uh, two new patrons this week, Max and Liliana. Thanks, guys. Yes, thank if you. you. Yeah, if you want to support our podcast, uh, please go to www.patreon.com forward slash or diagonal no te rindas podcast. Yes, we hope you will check that out. If you want to know more about us, you can visit our website. Uh, our website is noterindaspodcast.us, noterindaspodcast.us, where you can find a link to buy us a coffee or you can check out our blog. Uh, where we have some interesting videos and readings in English that are more basic and where you as a listener can suggest a topic. And of course, we have all our episodes posted on the website. 
That's right. All right. Well, Greg, don't slap anybody this week. I hope you don't. <laughs> hope you don't lose emotional control. That's right. I'll I'll do my best. I'm on vacation this week, so it should be easier than usual. It sure is good talking to you, Gabe. Thank you so much for hanging out with me this morning. All right. Well, I had fun, and I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.